Good afternoon, Woke fam. It's Scott here from Woke Societies. Today, we're going to be talking all about Operation Legend. Yes, Trump is now sending in DOH officers to go and help police officers deal with BLM and Antifa riots out in these Democratic-run cities. And the best part about it is none of these Democrats want Trump's help, but they're getting it anyways. And the one that probably had the worst night of them all was the was the Democratic mayor out in Portland, Oregon. He actually got maced in the face last night. And while this was all happening, he was being belittled by the same people that he was defending and protesting with last night. We're going to be seeing so much hypocrisy, so many counter narratives today, and that's what you're going to get on Woke Society's counter narratives to the mainstream media garbage. We're going to be lighting up Mayor Lightfoot, the Nazi General Gretchen out in Michigan, and we're going to be talking about Joe Biden absolutely torching his entire message and what he and what he really stands for. So we got that. We got the Twitter lockdown with, a, with QAnon accounts, and we're going to end the show with two Q drops at the end. So we got a packed full show as always. So let's just hear a word from our sponsor. You guys have been hearing me talk about them for a long time now. We're here again, Flip City Magazine. This is the newest issue that you're going to get if you subscribe today. It's Flip City Magazine, America's Last Laugh, and you guys can see here, you see the PC on the screen? Guaranteed PC free with a slash through it. This is a comedy satire magazine made by two beautiful patriots out in California who are completely independent and they love this country. So when you open the magazine, you're actually going to be seeing, this is what you're going to be seeing. You're going to be seeing Woke World. And that's not, that's just a coincidence. That has nothing to do with me, but still pretty, pretty cool. And not even that, not even Woke World, you're going to be seeing this too. Six stars we would like to see quarantined. There we go. We can see it in the screen there. And the guys, you can just tell the, the artwork it's just beautiful. The physical copy is totally worth the money. And you can tell that so much effort is poured into this magazine. So how much does this awesome magazine cost? Well, let's head over to their website at flipcitymag.com. This is where you can go and subscribe. You can check out their beautiful pieces here before you order. You would go right here. And it brings you to the subscription page where you can see here, guys, it's $20 for four issues. You get one issue every quarter, and that is every single year. It's $20. You're not breaking your bank here. It's $5 for a magazine. And, of course, you can get the single issues here. And the best part for anyone that doesn't live in the country, they now have international ordering on top here. So everyone can enjoy this awesome magazine. So go check out FlipCityMag.com. That's where you can go and subscribe. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, when you support FlipCityMag, you are supporting woke society. So thank you for that. So where do we want to begin? Well, I always like to begin with a funny video here at woke societies and you guys know what you're going to be getting. We're getting so many new subscribers and we're getting closer and closer to the hundred thousand mark. But today I want to start out with Joe Biden talking about how, how he's just so connected with the black community. And we're going to be blowing up that narrative today, big time. So let's take a watch and I'll see you guys on the other end of the intro. Name me anybody who has remotely close to the support I have of the African-American community now. Well, what does it mean to know, to say you know black people? It means that I've worked in the east side. I deliberately went and worked for three years to make sure I was the only guy, only white guy that worked in the east side. Because, you know, when I was about the age of the guy standing over there, I got involved in the civil rights movement. He knows it's untrue. Don't take my word for it. Take his. I was not an activist. I was not out marching. I was not down in Selma. I was not anywhere else. Imagine as a white guy lying about your role in the civil rights struggle. They will, or a portion of them will, become the predators 15 years from now. Again, it does not mean because we created them. They're going to put you all back in chains. 
that we somehow forgive them or do not take them out of society to protect my family and yours from them. Especially black. So wait, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Thank you, look at my record. The truth is, every major crime bill since 1976 that's come out of this Congress, every minor crime bill has had the name of the Democratic senator from the state of Delaware, Joe Biden, on that bill. I learned that I lived in the middle of a city that, in fact, these are all other athletes like myself. I happen to be the only white guy of the 17 people working there. But you, but you do get that just because you're the only white dude in a com community of black folks doesn't mean that you understand. Well, I got my education, Reverend Doc, in the black church. Not a joke. This today is a victory for you. They say black lives matter. They say black lives matter, right? They say black lives matter. Oh, they don't care about black lives. They don't care about black lives. Well, that's a tremendous. Sleepy Joe is so full of. For tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone The plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring your thoughts to light All the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight It's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot Dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning Patriots and now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now Until they fold Stay woke Open up guys and keep them healed All they do is lie Realize how everything is real Through projects looking glass The future is revealed Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Both society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now. Enjoy the show, severe and non on the mic. So come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. Oh, yes. All right. There we go. Yeah, Sleepy Joe, the man for the African American people. That's what we're that's what we're dealing with right now. It's so unbelievable. We're gonna tear into him. We're gonna tear into him and so many of the other Democratic uh, governors and mayors. So let's start out with Operation Legend first, and then we're gonna get into the rest of the stuff. So where we're gonna start here is is hearing from our man, the myth, the legend, Donald Trump, our president. He is talking about how he has no choice but to go into these cities now and deal with the problem themselves because the governors are allowing and the mayors are allowing these things to happen. So let's hear from the president. And here we will begin the video for Operation Legend. Let's go. Today I'm announcing a surge of federal law enforcement into American communities plagued by violent crime. We'll work every single day to restore public safety, protect our nation's children, and bring violent perpetrators to justice. We've been doing it, and you've been seeing what's happening all around the country. We've just started this process, and frankly, we have no choice but to get involved. We have no choice but to get involved. And this is where, this is where Trump has been left now. It's been months. 
These riots have been going on for a while, and he has no choice but to send in DOH troops and to stop stop the destruction because the mayors are not doing it, and people are crying out now. All over the cities, there's lawsuits everywhere against their own cities and governors because people are lo- they lost their businesses, and now they have nothing, and it's still going on now, especially out in Portland, Oregon. Now, Andy No is all over Antifa. If you haven't been following him on Twitter, you need to follow him. But literally, this is where it started last night out in Portland. Riders have set fire to the Portland Federal Courthouse. And as you guys can see here, it's really bad. Yep, this is the fire. This is the courthouse. Peaceful protesters. So we have that going on, and there's urgent reports coming out from the fake news saying that the police were the ones that actually started the fire of the courthouse itself, and it's triggering the protesters to do what they're doing now. That's what we're hearing right now. That's what we're hearing out of the mainstream media, and how disgusting is that, that they're actually blaming the police officers for burning down their own courthouse. I'm sure that's true, right? But... The problem is the leadership of these government, these democratic run states, these cities, they are all in cahoots with all this entire narrative that's being pushed. And right now, the, the Portland mayor is the one that's, that was in the spotlight last night and he was down with the protesters and he was trying to talk to them last night. And it was really sad to see this guy. He is some words that I want to say on this channel, but I'm, I'm being super careful nowadays, but Let's just say he's not really, he doesn't seem like a manly man. Let's just put it that way. So this is from Mike Baker saying, in a listening session in the middle of the crowd, Wheeler says he's doing everything possible to get the federal officers out of Portland. Listen, try, if you can try to listen to this, we'll see how the audio is. Watch this. But it's bringing, making a lot of people very angry. What can you say that you want to do to Hey, buddy. Yeah, we're not going to listen to the rest of this. Hey, buddy, we can't li- we can't hear anything past your mask. And all the people that are around you are not wearing masks as well. Can we just put this thing to bed, please? He was asked, how are you? How are you going about? getting these officers out and I couldn't hear his answer because honestly it doesn't matter they're not going out to these people are stopped and they are com- this this whole entire situation ends and it's going to end but the best part about all this as the entire night was wrapping up the mayor of Portland Oregon gets tear gassed by federal agents at a protest against their presence amid unrest in the city <laughs> let's watch this take place because it's a good one hmm there you go. Drink that water. Drink that water. Here comes the gas. <laughs> and he's just sitting there taking it. And there he goes, just taking it all in. Now, if if I was if I was in one of these cities and I saw one, my leader down there with these people, I would not feel bad at all. In fact, I'd probably be moving out of the state. New York is pretty bad, but seeing all this, 
the city is already ravaged. There's nothing to steal anymore in the city. But apparently there's still things to burn down in Portland, Oregon. But really, when you look at a leader, does this look like a leader to you? Look at this man's face. He just got maced by federal agents. And this is from ABC News saying the civil unrest and tensions in Portland, Oregon boiled over again as federal agents sprayed tear gas into a crowd that included Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler. Wheeler was drowned out while speaking with demonstrators before tear gas was fired. His whole entire plan of how he's getting these officers out, these DOH officers, federal officers to help BLM, was interrupted by these, these people's tear gas, which is so, so funny look at that man's face if he has a wife how does he come how does he come home i can't imagine his wife want anything from him after him coming back like this it's absolutely terrible but at the same time i was i was just expecting this because you guys remember the clip here when these entire riots started out in minneapolis when cnn was literally standing in front of a burning building talking about how things aren't as bad as they seem on camera well i'm gonna play it again because it's absolutely hilarious because as the courthouse is burning down all we hear from Ted Wheeler is that all all of these agents are not. It's an overreaction to the peaceful protesters. I just want to play this because it's so funny. Here we go. I, I, I want to be clear in how I characterize this. This is a, mostly a protest. Uh, it is not. Uh, it is not generally speaking unruly. Let's it's not generally speaking unruly. Yes, the buildings behind you are burning down. Been started, and and there's a crowd that is. I, I, I want to be clear in how I characterize this. This is a mostly a protest. Uh, what's mostly a protest? I would love to know what what's considered mostly a protest. Two people on the sidewalk holding signs, not killing people, not burning down businesses, while five thousand people are burning down businesses, possibly killing people hurting police, and the list goes on and on. But this is an overreaction. Remember, guys, this is an overreaction, and Trump is sending in his racist DOH officers to stop all these things that are going on. But it's just really funny, and it gets even worse for the Portland mayor because the same people, the same people that he's sticking up for, right, are the ones throwing garbage at him, spitting in his face, and throwing food at him. Here we are again from Andy No. This is when Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler is escorted to safety by his security team and angry protesters follow and try to assault him despite his support on the front lines of the riot. They try to go inside the building but is pushed back by Wheeler's security. Watch this. keeps going and going angry protesters ted wheeler was out with them all night long for as long as he possibly could the the mace of the face probably was what did him in but do you see that it does not matter if you stand with these people or not it's not about the message it's not about george floyd that's why i tweeted out this morning when's the last time you heard anything about george floyd or even his name mentioned in any of this it's completely gone to the wayside. George Floyd, the COVID thing, all stopped when these riots started. And here we are now. Ted Wheeler getting cursed at, getting assaulted, getting things thrown in his face. What are you doing? 
what is your message to the people? The people that you're standing for and protecting and saying you don't need are the same ones assaulting you now. And now we're seeing this all over the country. All over the country because it's not just in Ted Wheeler's house. It's also out in Oakland, California. And this is from Just the News. Oakland mayor who supports Black Lives Matter movement has house vandalized with BLM graffiti. This is fantastic. The home of Oakland, California, pro-Black Lives Matter Mayor Libby Schaff was vandalized overnight with scrawled messages associated with Black Lives Matter movement, further evidence of the political unrest roiling the country. Schaff has been open about her support, just like Ted Wheeler, for the, move, for the movement focused on defunding police to combat alleged institutional racism. Last month, for instance, she gave open approval to a Black Lives art display on public property. Yet her house on Tuesday was nevertheless the target of vandals who overnight spray-painted slogans and demands associated with the movement on the mayor's garage door and sidewalk. Among those were, among those were calls to defund OPD, cancel rent, and give, give homes for all. This is where we're going. Cancel rent, cancel mortgage payments. Just cancel any kind of responsibility that people should have. One graffito appeared to level the accusation that Schaff's house sits on stolen land. <laughs> A representative with the Oakland Police Department confirmed that law enforcement is looking into the matter. And I'm sure Oakland PD is right on top of that. These people are here to destroy the country, ladies and gentlemen. That is the whole point of all this. And at this point, as far as BLM, all these logos that are going to be put on, which you saw in the video in the beginning of, the, of this video, the uh, Red Sox are now adding a gigantic Black Lives Matter huge sign right in front of Fenway. And today, baseball starts, and on the mound, they're going to have BLM carved out into the mound. So every time you're watching a pitch thrown, you're seeing BLM on the pitcher mound as well. And at this point... I have a really good suggestion for the new BLM uh, symbol. And I think six, six, un, and what is it? At six, UNF, four, six here had it perfectly. This should be the new BLM slogan, in my opinion, at this point. Because literally, your message is lost. And honestly, this just makes me laugh now because there's really not too much to laugh at at all going right now in the world. So here you go. This should be on every single NBA organization on all their courts, baseball fields, and maybe we can even get one of these out in the end zones for football too because they're all supporting Black Lives Matter. Even football gave them $250 million. Absolutely insane. Insane. But again, let's hear what Trump and why he's doing this. This is again from the White House. This is from just today. When politicians refuse to do what is necessary to keep city, uh, cities safe, their citizens excuse me, pay the price. Let's listen to the man. No mother should ever have to cradle her dead child in her arms simply because politicians refuse to do what is necessary to secure their neighborhood and to secure their city. Every American, no matter their income, their race, or their zip code, should be able to walk their city streets free from violence and free from fear. For this reason today, I am announcing that the Department of Justice will immediately surge federal law enforcement to the city of Chicago, the FBI, ATF, DEA, U.S. Marshal Service, and Homeland Security will together be sending hundreds of skilled law enforcement officers to Chicago. Now, he's talking about particularly, uh, particularly Chicago in this video. And if you guys didn't hear, there was a terrible story that happened. Um, I, think it was, I think it was two days ago that this happened. There was a funeral that was going on in, in Chicago for somebody that was shot due to gun violence. 
And during, during this funeral, people rolled up to this funeral and had a shootout and killed over 10 people at, at a funeral. That was literally for somebody that got killed by guns. There was a funeral and people rolled up on this funeral and shot family members, whoever was there. And I think they, I think they ended up getting arrested, but ended up killing like 10 people and injuring like 17. It's something ridiculous. And I was talking to some buddies and they were saying that's probably going to be the final straw for Trump as far as holding off for, for the uh, mayor of Chicago to ask for help. And here we are right now. When you literally have more people dying in our country than they are in Afghanistan, what else can you do? You can't just sit there as a president and he's not doing that. He's a president of action and he's sending these people in. But of course, we have to hear a response from Beetlejuice herself on this entire thing. And of course, we hear old narratives coming out. And this one's a classic. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot suggests Trump is sending federal law enforcement to crime-riddled cities because the mayors are women. Wow. Wow, Beetlejuice. I'm so glad you used your critical thinking skills to come up with this one yourself. Let's listen to what she has to say. The president has been on a campaign now for some time against Democratic mayors across the country, whether it's me, whether it's Keisha Lance Bottoms in Atlanta, whether it's Muriel Bowser in Washington, D.C., whether it's Jenny Durkin in Seattle. Do you see a common theme here? The president is trying to divert attention from his failed leadership on COVID-19. The president has been on a campaign. This is what, this is what she's saying because she is right about one thing. She said it herself, Democratic mayors. You don't see Republican mayors. You don't see Republican leaders. This is happening in Democratic Democratic states, but they're Democratic mayors, but they're all, it's because they're all women. This, this is the angle that she's going at. This is what she's saying, which is, <laughs> I, it's, it's so laughable at this point. It's so laughable. But at the same time, while she's pushing this, my boy Methods here got a great, great uh, clip, as he always does. Mayor Lightfoot just called for the people of Chicago to snitch on DHS, Border Patrol, etc. So the people that are going in to help her city, she is encouraging others that live in the city to rat these people out. And I'm not sure who they're going to be ratting them out to, to the police, to, to who, but this is what she's encouraging. And I'm calling on all Chicagoans that if you see something that doesn't look right, Please don't hesitate to report it. Call 911. Call 311. We are going to remain diligent. And if we see any steps out of line, particularly with DHS or Border Patrol, we are not going to hesitate to take the president to court and stop any unconstitutional actions. And I'm calling on. She is saying this. This is why I get so angry at these people. These people that do not give a shit about anybody, anybody in their city. She is up there on her on her podium, on her pedestal, saying, "We are going. You need to snitch on people that are trying to come in here and stop the insane murder rate that's in our city. Snitch them out, because we will take the president to court for unconstitutional laws. Meanwhile, people, black people in particular, are dying." At unprecedented numbers. And she it's funny because she's talking about, oh, call 911. We can call the police. Meanwhile, she wants to defund the police. These people are such, they're the biggest hypocrites of them all. And, light, and, and Beetlejuice is right up there. But it's not just her. 
It's not just her. Because it's it's so hard not to say some words when I'm covering these things. But I wanted you guys to see that uh, Chicago's new, their new flag. Because I don't know if you knew, they're replacing the U.S. flag with a new flag. This is the one that's going to be representing their state now. It's called the Crime Scene Do Not Cross Flag. It's really, really nice. But it's so appropriate for what's going on there right now. I thought this was a great idea. I'm not a fan of taking down the American flag, but if Chicago were to do this to replace their own state flag, I'm good with it because it's actually truthful. Unlike anything that come at, that's coming out of that woman's mouth. So it's not just her. It's not just her. We have General Gretchen coming in to put the cherry on the cake here. This is from Breitbart. This is from, let's see, this is from yesterday. Gretchen Whitmer defends police cuts $115 million from state cops. And here we are, her executive order 2020-155 on Wednesday, which cut $115.07 million from the Michigan state police budget. Talk radio host Stephen Gruber reported Whitmer ordered the cut along with others, including $392.00. $392.67 million being slashed from the Department of Corrections and $36.46 million from the Department of Health Services. And right now, guys, I am hearing from a lot of police officers, corrections officers, they are arresting people right now. And because of these guidelines with COVID, especially out in New York with with this bail law that we have that was already in place before COVID happened, where literally cops are bringing in criminals and they have to be super violent for them to be held now in in the jails super violent and if they're not they are released that same day back out into the public and they're hoping our court system now is hopeful that these people just show back up to their court date and these police officers are going back out and arresting the same people over and over and over again it's 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 the worst that I think I've ever seen it before, but this is what they're dealing with. And as far as the corrections officers, I don't even know how you're de- How do you deal with COVID? Because the, the literally all these states, these democratic states and out here in New York as well, we have de Blasio bragging about how the jails are just almost they're They're empty. The jails are empty. And us as a normal citizen out here, out, especially out in New York sitting here like, wait, Isn't that a bad thing? Like, this is common sense. And we have this man on TV bragging about how the jails are empty. What are, what are we, what are we, what kind of world are we living in right now? It's insane. It's absolutely insane. But it's not just these, because it was right now, it's Chicago, uh, Kansas City, and out in Portland, Oregon. This is what Operation Legend was all about, but... It's starting to, it looks like it's going to expand past this. This is from National Fraternal Order of Police. This is from their Twitter, breaking. National FOP president expressed his strong support for President Trump's announcement of the expansion of Operation Legend and provide much needed assistance and manpower in areas where violent crime is raging out of control. And this is the huge letter. And I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you, I don't know if there's a lot of coverage besides Chicago and Oregon right now, but other states are going to take advantage of this because I can tell you right now the police officers are tired. They're tired of dealing with this. It's the same crap every night. It's not a lot, It's not about Black Lives Matter. We all know this now. The black police officers on the ground are saying that now, and they have been for a long time. This was never about black people. Black Lives Matter, none of it. None of it. And now this is going to spread. And now let's see what happens. 
Let's see how fast Trump puts out these fires because it's getting closer and closer to the election. And I don't think he wants this happening while the election is going on. And I don't think it will either. I don't think it will either. So let's transition to Biden now since we've torched the other mayors, the Democratic mayors that are just, they just care so much, so much for their people, so much. Let's go out here and see who is aligning with Joe Biden. We talked about sports a little bit before this. Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, gives max donation to Biden campaign. And according to Federal Election Commission, itemized receipts have shown NBA commissioner Adam Silver committing the max donation towards the Joe Biden campaign. The news seemingly backs the claims made by our very own Clay Travis that the NBA is more interested in repairing a relationship with China than doing anything positive here in the United States. If the NBA players, coaches, and commissioner want to argue the league should be making political statements in this country, which they clearly are with names on the back of jerseys changed to player causes and Black Lives Matter spelled out on the court itself, how in the world can the league express respect for communist, communist Chinese values while tearing down American values, Travis has said, and he's absolutely right. The statement from Travis makes the point that the NBA as a unit wants to dismantle American values to secure financial stability with China. And after China's meltdown over tweets sent by Daryl Morey in support of democracy, Adam Silver and the entire league went dark. And they did. I remember talking about this. Conservatives echoed concerns over the NBA's inability to back protesters in Hong Kong that showed their hand in politics. It was a point made so obvious that both Senator Ted Cruz and Senator Josh Howley have been asking for more transparency from the association, and the NBA continues to back organizations like Black Lives Matter, co-founded by a self-described Marxist while preaching for human rights here in the United States. Jason Whitlock thinks all involved in sports are threatened by the thought mob. And that's exactly what's going on now. I can tell you right now for a matter, for a fact that these sports, all these sports, NBA, MLB, the NFL, they're going to be taking massive, massive hits. I can tell you right now, before I was doing this channel, sports was a huge thing in my life. It took away all of the monotony that I was dealing with in my life. It was a getaway. I can tell you right now, right now, if I were to go to an NFL game or an MLB game and I see Black Lives Matter in my face before I even enter the stupid building, it's an instant turnoff for me. And I can tell you that right now, even if I wasn't woke, I would be smart enough to realize what BLM is really about. But do I want to see that in my sports? I don't want to see politics in my sports. I'm here to get away from that world. I want distractions. I want to be completely visors up. I want that tunnel vision. I want to be distracted and have a good time. And that's not happening. And now the NBA has completely shown their hand because they refused to help to support Hong Kong. They had to be ousted on the internet because they would they refused to put free Hong Kong on the jerseys. But you could put I kill cops in the back of jerseys and that was okay. This is the NBA, ladies and gentlemen. This is the NBA. And it wasn't just the NBA that was backing Biden. This one's going to be hard to walk back from. We have the National Iranian American Council backing the DNC and also backing Biden himself. So we have Washington, D.C. Ryan Costello, policy director for the National Iranian American Council, applauded the DNC for its draft platform commitments supporting a mutual return to the Iran nuclear deal, which was set up by Obama himself, super corrupt, and an end to, mu to the Muslim ban. 
NIAC action sent a letter to the DNC platform committee urging that these communities' commitments be adopted in the party platform. And they go into trashing Trump here. And at the end of it, they say, thankfully, the House today will vote to end the Muslim ban and the presumptive nominee Joe Biden has pledged to end the Muslim ban on day one of his administration. Trump's discriminatory order foreshadowed many of his assaults on American democracy. And we are glad that it is, that it is a policy that should soon come to an end. NIAC action looks forward to turning these important commitments to prevent war, support diplomacy, and end discriminatory immigration orders into reality. Man, you got Iran backing you. You got Adam Silver from the NBA, all these Black Lives Matter organizations. But you guys just saw the video I played in the beginning of my episode here. He's full of it. He is absolutely full of it. And when you see ads like this, it's going to be very hard for people to vote for him, in my opinion. Any Democrat at this point to vote for him, in opinion. And what am I talking about? Well, Biden put an ad out yesterday with Obama himself. It's the most depressing thing that I think I've ever watched. Watch this. Can you imagine standing up when you're in prison saying, it's not my responsibility? I take no responsibility. It's not, I mean, I mean, literally. That, that, literally. Those words didn't come out of our mouths no, while we were no. in office. I don't understand his inability to get a sense of what people are going through. He just can't, he can't relate in any way. Well, and one of the things that I have always known about you, Joe, it's the reason why I wanted you to be my vice president and the reason why you were so effective. And it all starts with being able to relate. If, if, if you can sit down with a family and see your own family in them and the struggles that you've gone through or your parents went through or your kids are going through if, if you can connect those struggles to somebody else's struggles then you're going to work hard for them and and that's always what's motivated you to get into public service oh obama sees his own family and joe biden's family that's funny because it took a long 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 time for obama to come out and endorse biden and it wasn't until in fact all the other candidates were they were completely gone already. They dropped out. And even after that, when it was just Joe Biden, it took a while after which we all knew it was going to be him versus Trump. And here we are with this pathetic ad, this pathetic ad, Obama here pretending to be, you know, socially distant with their mask on. And you just see Biden sitting there like the drool coming out of his mouth, staring at his, at his former president. It's so sad. It's really sad to see. And it's even, it gets worse because last yesterday when I'm on, I was surfing the internet. This is from Abigail Marone. Joe Biden had a live stream on yesterday. Live stream. And you guys know what kind of numbers I pull on my own live stream alone. Some nights we get close to 3,000. We're, we're right now about 2,400 to 2,500 people on a live stream, which is fantastic. Joe Biden had a live stream yesterday and 19 people were watching it. And that was at 26 minutes into the event. This was a screenshot of it. 19 people watching. And this, I think this is, was his, his little presser that he did with somebody from a nursing home. 19 people, ladies and gentlemen. I remember watching the first, Trump's first rally online. There was thousands, thousands of people watching just online on the one on the one stream that I watched, and that's not including all the other streams that were out there and all the people that were out there in Tulsa. And also all the ones that got rejected that the mainstream media did not talk about. But this is what this is what we're talking about. 
This man is not going to be running it by the end, by, by November. I can't see how it's going to happen. And not only that, yesterday, there was Biden was having an interview with somebody else. I'm not sure who this, what news uh, network this is, but this is from Arthur Schwartz. This was all over Twitter. Joe Biden was having a meltdown, couldn't answer a question. And one of the PR staffers cut the video short and Biden lost his mind. Watch this. What? I want to Sick. What's with this guy? Steve, that's our time. Okay. All right. I appreciate your time. Uh, thanks so much to uh, Mr. Vice President as well. Thank you. I hope I can see you again. Thank you. I want to Sick. <laughs> What's with this guy? Steve, that's our time. Okay. All right. I appreciate your time. Uh, thanks so much to uh, Mr. Vice President as well. Thank you. I hope I can see you again. How cringeworthy is that? How cringeworthy? Ugh. What is that? He got pissed. And who knows? I think he might have asked a question. He couldn't spit it out. And one of his PR people got in the middle of it, said, nope, we're done. And he got mad. And he looks he looks just, just absolutely disheveled. It's really, really sad. But again, we'll see if it's Trump on a stage and Biden with the TV next to him. And they're going to go at it. We'll have to see. I don't I, I don't see it happening. We'll have to wait and see. It's getting closer and closer, guys. But let's transition gears one more time here to QAnon. Because if you guys didn't hear, Twitter now has absolutely declared war on all Q accounts. And this is where it started. NBC News. Twitter bans 7,000 QAnon accounts. Limits 150,000 others as part of a broad crackdown. And this was actually, this This came out right while I was do, ending my live stream on Tuesday. And right here it says Twitter announced Tuesday that it has begun taking sweeping actions to limit the reach of QAnon content, banning many of the conspiracy theories followers because of problems with harassment and misinformation. Twitter will stop recommending accounts and content related to QAnon, including material in email and follow recommendations and will take steps to limit circulation of content in features like trends and search. The action will affect about 150,000 accounts, said a spokesperson who asked to remain unnamed because of concerns about the targeted harassment of social media employees. And the Twitter spokesperson also said the company had taken down more than 7,000 QAnon accounts in the last couple weeks for breaking its rules against platform manipulation, spam, or ban evasion. Now, the funny thing about this is if you go to the mainstream media hit pieces that are all out there, there's literally, I think there's thousands of them at this point. If not, pretty close to it. They all say that this is a fringe conspiracy theory and the, and the following is almost nothing. It's almost nothing. But here we are banning thousands upon thousands of accounts. And we saw it yesterday. We saw some big accounts go down yesterday. We weren't surprised to see that happen. But at this point, I'm going to recommend to everybody right now, if you have any Q stuff in your profiles, take it out. Take it out now. It's not worth losing your account and I know everyone's talking, we're going to talk about camouflage, which Q brought up um, yesterday, but make up your back account, backup accounts now. Just get them ready in all your platforms in case something does happen because the purge is coming and it's already here and we still have a lot of time till November. But this is the news that broke and then Twitter gave this huge breakdown in a thread from their Twitter support account and they just went all in and were pretty much saying, Anything that's involved with this movement is going to be silenced going forward. Silenced. And the funny thing is about Twitter, I see pedophile videos, children, 
once in a while come up on, on, on the platform of people just pe- making other people aware of it, but they're never taken down. You have other leaders from other countries telling people that they're, they're homophobic. They, do, they want to harm America. They're, they want to kill people for standing up for democracy. And yet there is no punishment. In these people's accounts like the dictator of Iran. Or whoever he is, the president of Iran, whatever you want to call him. I don't know his, his actual title, but let's get into that. Let's get into that. Because right now, Jack Dorsey is on the hot seat with everyone else from big tech. There is a big, big hearing with all of these social media giants coming together. And from House Judiciary G- GOP, breaking Jim Jordan calls on Jack Dorsey to testify at upcoming big tech hearing. I'm not going to read the whole letter, but the end of it says, to date, you have declined to grant Republican requests to expand the hearing to the full committee. But even as you reject Republican views and what you have described as a bipartisan investigation, we believe that the committee's discussion would benefit from the perspective of Twitter, a market leader that would otherwise be noticeably absent from Monday's hearing. We look forward to you formally extending an invitation to Mr. Dorsey promptly. And I think this meeting is going down this coming Monday, which is going to be an absolute, I hope we can watch it live. I hope we can listen into it because I want to see, I want to see big tech go up there. A lot of these people's faces, because that's we've, I've seen the one with Zuckerberg. We've seen the one with Google. I don't think Jack has come in front of a committee yet that I can remember. They're all going to come up there. They're going to lie to these people's faces they're going to give their spiel and say how they're not doing all the things they're doing when we clearly can tell that that's exactly what they're doing. And they're going to go up there and lie. They're going to get their wrist slapped and then we're going to have to see what happens. We're going to have to see what happens, but we'll, we'll have to see. I'm not sure at this point. I'm not holding my breath until I see actual laws change, but my main man yesterday on Twitter, Richard Grinnell, I hope he gets put in some high, high position by Trump at some point. He was absolutely on fire yesterday on Twitter. And I'm going to show you exactly what I'm talking about. This is from Media Media Mediaite. Former Intel chief urges Congress to investigate Twitter after Iran uses platform to threaten U.S. And this is the hypocrisy that I'm talking about. Twitter executives are refusing to comment after Iran's Ayatollah Ali Khamenei used the platform to say his regime definitely still planned to retaliate against Americans for the January killing of Qasem Soleimani. The Islamic Republic of Iran will never forget the martyrdom of Hajj Qasem Soleimani and will definitely strike a reciprocal blow to the U.S. Kamani tweeted on Tuesday. These are threats against America. And he's tweeting these things out. And the worst part about Iran is he doesn't allow any of his people on these platforms, but yet they're allowed to go on these platforms and spew this kind of hatred themselves. Insane. But you, but Remember when Trump got his little his little slap on the wrist from Twitter when he put out when the when, when the when the looting starts the shooting starts and they they took the tweet down our own president American president he is being more censored than the guy that's running Iran right now that's talking about actually attacking Americans Americans and yet nothing is touched on his account 
What kind of world are we living in right now? So it's, it continues to say Soleimani was the leader of Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corps, or IRGC, designated by the State Department as a terrorist organization in 2019. Soleimani was killed by a U.S. drone strike in January during a covert visit to Baghdad where officials said he was helping insurgents to plan attacks against American troops. Rick Grinnell said, who served as director of national intelligence from February until the end of May, this year referred the threat in a Wednesday message directed at Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey, asking, does this, does this sound like offline harm? Obviously, a rhetorical question. Richard Grinnell, who is gay, used stronger language in another message. The murderer, sexist, anti-Semitic, homophobic Iranian regime leader is still here, Grinnell wrote. At Jack, your research team is terrible. And this is the hypocrisy that's being called out right now. It says Twitter's failure to take action prompts questions about how the platform enforces its policies. The company in May placed a warning label on a tweet from President Donald Trump in which the president called for the mayor of Minneapolis to get his act together. With respect to protesters in the city writing, when the looting starts, the shooting starts, the label said the tweet violated Twitter rules about glorifying violence. And this right here, ladies and gentlemen, this is the the tweet from the Iranian leader. But yet, all these likes, these retweets and comments... This is allowed to stay up on their platform. Does that make any sense? An American company, an American company is leading up tweets talking about Iranian leaders killing, wanting to kill Americans. And look at this. I just turned this up here. Look at on the right side here for relevant people and people to follow. I didn't even recognize this before. This is the man right here. Twitter is actually recommending here to me to follow this leader, the Iranian leader here that is tweeting out these things. And this is the actual tweets from Grinnell. The murderer, sexist, and anti-Semitic, homophobic Iranian regime leader, Kamani, is still here. At Jack, your research team is terrible. And this is, and, he's, and here he retweeted the Twitter safety handle that was talking about how Twitter is going to take down QAnon accounts. You can see it right here. In line with this approach this week, we are taking further action on so-called QAnon activity across the surface. And he went in even more. He wasn't just going after him. He went after Will Sommer from the Daily Beast, who is the biggest piece of garbage you could possibly think of. And he called him out saying there's a new word like McCarthyism. Before, it's also called Will Sommerism. If you use the letter Q or look at someone he doesn't like, you'll be accused of Will Sommerism. And he just went off. And he continued to lay into Will Sommers saying, you are ridiculous. You accuse everyone using the letter Q of eating children. Your tactics are disgusting and deserve ridicule. And he it was, there was multiple, multiple tweets. So I'm telling everyone right now, if, if you're on Twitter, go and follow Richard Grinnell and turn the, turn the notification bell on. He is the man. I, I tweeted out to him. I would love to get him on the show. It'd be a home run if I were able to land a guy like him, but... The invite's out there, uh, Rich. I would love to have you on this show, but can you imagine we have these tweets from Iranian leaders calling violence for Americans. We have Chrissy Teigen having meltdowns and demanding Twitter do something about all the, all the people, especially the Q accounts that went after her for all the 28,000 tweets that she deleted that clearly was talking about pedophilia. But... Twitter is going to go after QAnon accounts who have, who want nothing more than free thought, peace, no violence, and peace for Americans and the best lives that we can possibly have. And at the same time, we want these child 
child uh, pedophile rings to be broken up and the people to pay for them. And Twitter is going to take us down, but they're allowed, they're going to leave BLM up, Iranian leaders up, people who want to destroy our country. They're fine. People that want to help this country and to stop the evilness that's happening and waking the world up altogether and stand for uh, unity. That is where the problem is. Apparently we are the problem. And our movement has gotten so big that it's warranting a response like this from Twitter. Let it be a badge of honor, ladies and gentlemen. Let it be a badge of honor. So let's end the show here. Uh, the Q drops here. 46.11, 46.12. Pretty much summing it up, guys. Q is telling us about camouflage, making multiple accounts, information and warfare. And the last one here, this epic, epic meme. In reality, they're not after me. They're after you. I'm just in the way. And this is what Q writes. Many thousands of MSNDC direct attacks have failed to control the reach, sway opinion, and prevent growth. When direct attacks used of inserts, cutouts fail, censorship banned, deployed as aggressive method to slow shuts limit growth. Next, more active violent frame-ups, controlled information dissemination system designed to control you is threatened. If you pose no threat, reach and topics to their control, information and dominance, then why would they continue to expand their ammunition? They would not care. If we were not truly a threat, they would not even give us any time at all. Q is saying we are the number two attack topic on the Twitter sphere and POTUS is number one. All for a conspiracy, information warfare, infiltration, not invasion. So I'm letting everyone know right now, make up your back accounts, get your memes ready, and just make up those accounts on all platforms. They are not, they cannot shut us all down and they're not going to shut us all down it's going to get worse from here on out and that that last q drop said there's going to be some instances where events happen and it's going to be put at the feet of QAnon, and we're going to get blamed for it so prepare for that that is going to happen you guys everyone's been warned it's going to happen but the best part about all this with twitter pointing out all this all these things you know what they did they let millions and millions of people that may not have ever heard of QAnon before, they're now asking, who's QAnon? Why is Twitter putting an effort to getting rid of these QAnon accounts? What is this? And it's waking people up. If anything, it's asking the question, who is Q? Good job, Jack. You probably woke up millions more and probably added thousands more to our movement. And it's not going to end. You can try to shut us down, but it's not going to work. We are going to win. God wins. And we're going to prevail. Patriots are going to prevail. And scumbags like Jack Dorsey, Big Tech, they're all going to pay one day. It doesn't matter. Whether I'm here, whoever's here, they're going to pay. And we're all going to wake up. So thank you guys for joining the show today. Go like, share, subscribe. Tell everyone about this channel. We are the news now. We're at almost 93,000 subscribers. We're approaching 100,000. We are getting there. Check out the Patreon for all my exclusive content. If you guys want to check that out, my backup channel at BitChute. And of course, my WokeSociety.com webpage that has all my podcasting links out there for you guys. And when you click this link here to my store, I have added some insane, beautifully designs here. uh, Defund the media has been selling like crazy. We have the Stay Woke shirts. We have so many. We have eight pages of products now, guys. So many things. Orange Man, Rad, all this cool stuff. We have mugs, glasses, hats, Orange Man, uh, Orange Man, Rad hats here. And we have all these designs 
um, on t-shirts and uh, like I said before, cups, hats, anything you can think of, uh, tank tops for the summer, they're all here. So go check out all the products. There's so many, I can't even get to all of them because there's just so many. So you guys have many options. So thank you guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode. My next episode will be out Saturday. So until then, enjoy the day, stay safe, stay warm, and stay woke.